Welcome everyone to Learning with Bell Vista Studios. I have a good friend, Matthew Mason from Superb Learning today. And Matt is in the space of helping edupreneurs, which we'll get into in a moment, but basically people that have really good uh, like knowledge, expertise in something and helping them productize it, make money from you as a wealth of knowledge. So welcome, Matthew. I'm happy to have you. And I'm excited that I've watched your journey for a long time. And I'm excited for people to learn more about it here today. Yep. Thanks, Kim. It's, uh, it's great to be here. Yeah. Right. Well, what is this fancy term, edupreneur? <laughs> edupreneur. So yeah, it's, a bit, it's a, bit of a, a bit of a wanky term, really. It's, it's sort of that meshing of two terms. But it's really about, if, if you break it down, it's this educational entrepreneur. So you've got, you know, there's a lot of obviously entrepreneurs out there that are building businesses. Um, and, and if you look at, you know, what an entrepreneur is, it's really a, the end sort of definition is someone that's trying to create, make money through a business that, that generates or provides impact for people. Um, and so then the, ed, the, the entrepreneur is effectively, yeah, that type of entrepreneur that wants to create impact, but they're doing it through the sharing of their knowledge. Um, and creating an educational business that's obviously then going to help and, and, and create change and, and impact people that way. So yeah, so it's a bit of a bit of a play on the term of entrepreneur. Um, you know, yeah, to, to go to edupreneur and educational entrepreneur. So yeah, that's, that's the, cool. That's the. I like the, it. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's one of those things. It's like, hey, do you use that term? But then, do people really understand what it is? So it's mm. it's always an interest and, and challenge there. <laughs> well um lots of coaches consultants and that they have their own valuable intellectual property which is essentially their expertise right they've been in the industry for a long time doing something mm -hmm. really well they're known for that what are some ways that they and especially in a situation where things are changing you know we work in a space of face-to-face -face, no mm -hmm. longer really as accessible as it was in the past so what are some ways that they can still monetize their expertise and the value that they have to bring for the social impact that they want to have yeah well i think i mean it's really just a matter of getting some of that knowledge out of their head and then putting it into a whole range of you know possible different um you know digital digital products so whether that's a, an online course um, whether they start taking what they run in a face-to-face -face and start running you know online zoom or and probably use Zoom is that synonymous term for, for webinars that nowadays. Um, but yeah, looking at doing, okay, do we do online classes as part of that process? Uh, you know, do they actually take some of that content and turn it into a, into a book or, or, you know, or maybe don't go as far as a full-on book, but could be an e-book. Um, but yeah, but I think the course is probably a big one for, for, for where they can really start to, you know, scale and, and provide some, um, you know, some huge impact. Um, and then obviously coupling that in then with those, you know, with that sort of ongoing coaching and stuff like that, because, you know, there's a lot of knowledge that they probably have um, and they can put it out there and, and put it into an educational product. But people are still going to probably need to, to really be able to implement that or integrate that into their daily life, probably still do need some of that ongoing coaching. And that's where they, that's where they can step in and, and still provide that personalised touch there with what they're doing. Yeah. 
Well, you mentioned like the course as one. I think there is a trend at the moment where everyone's like, I'm going to create an online course. and I'm going to be a millionaire and it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you know <laughs> if what you think people will want is what people will actually want? Well, the only way you're really going to know it is by going out and actually doing some research, going out into the market, talking to your existing clients, um, you know, obviously, if, you've, if you're an established coach or consultant, then, yeah, going out and talking to your existing clients, finding out what is the problems that they're having. Um, you know, if you don't have an existing market or an existing client base, then going out and into, into the marketplace, having a look at potential competitors um, or, or jumping onto, onto forums and, and look at, well, what are, the, what are the questions that people are asking? What are the problems that they're having? Um, and, and then really looking at, okay, well, I've got the knowledge to solve this problem and then I can, I can build a course that's going to, to, solve, to, yeah, to help them and solve that problem there. But first of all, yeah, you really got to understand the problems that people are having. Um, so if you, don't, if you don't know that, then you, you, you can build a course, you can try and sell a course, but is it really going to you know, be successful? Possibly not. Mm. Mm. Sounds very familiar to instructional design. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well, that's it. It is. It's you know, there's a lot of stuff that we do, or that you know, we've done in the past. That it's like, okay, well, you, you look at it and you go, okay, is this actually what what is really needed? Um, but just you know, um, you know, if you if you've sort of come into a into a project, like if you've picked up a a contract or completed a proposal, um, and often you know at the stage of, you know, doing the instructional design, the course creation, they've already come up with what they think is the solution. So, you know, you're just in that position where you're building it. Um, what we're hoping is we, you know, we're, we're hoping to be in a better position where we're working with these coaches and consultants um, with them before they come to the solution and, and help them develop that solution so that there is going to be a much bigger success in, in what they're delivering to the market. Yeah. How do you help people identify that signature solution? So I suppose, first of all, as I said, it's really going out and finding out, well, is this a, is this a big problem? Um, but then we take them through a process. Um, so we're just going through a process at the moment, working with, um, with a company called Think Wrapped and getting certified and using their visual models. And we're finding that that's a really great way of creating the signature solution. We get them to really unpack this, unpack their IP, create some, some great visual models that can really show the results that people provide, the answers, the, 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 uh, the, you know, the processes that need to be followed. Um, and, and by unpacking all of that, then we've actually really just got this great model there that says, right, well, this is what it is. Um, and, and also with the visual models also allows them to sort of stand out and look a bit different as well. Uh, you know, you can go, okay, uh, you know, you might be... Um, a copywriter for example and you go okay right well we can help um, you know we can help people with writing copy um, then you know then you might be and I came across a copywriter the other day and she went well I've got my I've got my fuel method for helping people um, so immediately you go oh hang on you've got a method you know so mm -hmm. uh, there's obviously something psychologically where we look at it and go oh hang on this person's got a method they obviously know enough about what they're doing um, that they've thought about it enough that they've been able to put it into a process, into a framework, into, into some sort of a model, um, which then makes people sort of stand out. You know, you've just got to look at the book of, you know, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is, is an example, which has been around for quite a while. 
there's probably a lot of other books that are probably saying very similar things, um, but does it actually, um, you, know, you know, does it have the same initial catch that that does? And if you were to put that into an online course, well, that would sort of be, yeah, the, the signature method that they have. Yeah. It sounds cool because like good on that person having the fuel method. And I feel like working that out can take a lot of time. Um, and it's not as simple as just going, oh, yeah, I can do X and I'm great at this. But it sounds like you help people with that overwhelm where you're like, I am really good at this and people recognize me for being really good at this. And I just don't know how to turn that into something. So it sounds like maybe your process is like, like we'd be sitting down together and I'm like, I love this and I'm really passionate and this is how I help my clients and these are their problems. These are the results I get. And you're just asking me kind of questions to extract that. And then you're able to help me form a model, a visual model at the end. Is that kind of what it looks like? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we go through, yeah, go through a couple of processes of extracting and we start off with well, what are the results that you're going to provide? So, you know, we could look at, for example, you know, what's the, if you're looking at your, your ideal client, well, what's the journey? What's the hero's journey for that ideal client? Where are they? At what point would they come to you with a, with a problem? And what is the, you know, what's the, the end state, that, that sort of goal or prize at the end? And really sort of unpacking those things and then going through and going, okay, well, what are the key things that they need to have in place? What are the, you know, what's the process that they need to follow to get those key things into place? And then what are the benefits that they're going to get? So really unpacking that through, yeah, just quite a lot of questions and discussion and things like that. Because often we find, yeah, that you go, okay, yeah, I've got lots of knowledge in my head. But then we find that they coaches, consultants and others get stuck into this analysis paralysis. They just go, where do I start? How do I start? Um, you know, and, and I suppose a couple of things, obviously, they've got so much knowledge, they don't know what to unpack. Um, the other thing often we see with subject matter experts is they leave stuff out because they go, oh, everyone will know that. You know, I mean, I've... I've been guilty of it as well from a from an instructional design you know course creation piece going oh yeah people know that um you know i i stepped in and did a did a workshop once and you know just had a slide there and said oh, okay you guys know about the addy model and they went no and i went oh okay <laughs> you know so that was you know that sort of was three steps back from where i had planned um so that's the thing so yeah they've got so much knowledge but also they take some of that knowledge for granted. And I think it's really a case of, okay, we'll have, help you unpack that in such a way that you can take someone who's, you know, lacking knowledge and get them through a process and give them some really great outcomes as a result of it. Yeah. And it's almost like, I guess it's kind of like a funnel. Hey, like you've got so much knowledge and mm -hmm. then like you mentioned, where is your customer at and where are they coming to you? So you've got all this knowledge and then it's like, well, the customer, they can handle this bit themselves or this is really easy for them, but this is where they struggle. So then you're going to go, okay, well, it sounds like we probably should be focusing there. Um, so there's a lot to it is what yeah. I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. yeah, there is, there is, there is quite a lot to it. Yeah. Um, and also as well as, as, you know, when you've got so much knowledge, it's a case of, well, hang on a minute. How do I, you know, how do I filter this down? Um, and how do I focus on, on just a, a couple of results as opposed to, you know, I can help people with, with so much, um, you know, with so many different things. Um, but the reality is it's like, hang on, no, let's just, let's come back and let's just focus on, on a single problem. 
um, you know, what, or, or, you know, what's the result that you can provide that's going to solve that problem and focus on that as opposed to, oh, well, you know, I'm in sales and I can help people with, you know, with how they can sell better and how they can write copy and how they can do ads and how they can, you know, do their, do their marketing. There's so many different things that they mm -hmm. potentially could do. And it's like, oh, great, right, so where do you start? Well, I don't know, where do I start? You know, that, and that's the big thing, whereas if we actually go, hang on, right, what's the big result you want to have? Okay, I want to have people to be able to close sales better. Great, then let's figure, let's build that as a, as a program. Let's take, unpack your knowledge and let's just do something that is going to teach people how to close better. Don't worry about all of the other stuff and just focus yeah. on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's almost like you're doing a pilot product you can write like all the ideas down you know i can mm -hmm. do communication i can do opening the sale closing the sale following up after sales whatever it might be yeah and then there's all these ideas so that could be a course this could be like a one page template or something so multiple products but it sounds like you want to pick one thing to pilot release to the market and see how all that you know the pain points the challenges of your customers the results that you get is that resonating through your first mm. pilot product yep. and then when you've you're probably going to have to calibrate and um improve through lessons learned and then when you've got that working smoothly and it's working for you in the way you want it to then it's basically or maybe not as basic but it's easier to rinse and repeat for those other products that you've parked for now yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, you know, if you look at, you know, the, this idea of the, the circle of focus and, and the more that you can focus on a single thing, then, you know, the, the more you're going to achieve. Whereas if you're, um, you know, if, you're, if your circle of focus, you know, looks a bit more like a pizza where you've got different segments and things and you're constantly jumping between, you're probably not going to achieve as much. So, yeah, it really is a case of going, okay, well, this is it. This is the thing that, that is probably my, my biggest passion area. And this is where all, or this is where I can, I know I'm going to have the biggest impact. So yeah, build that out, focus on that, get that happening, you know, create a, create some sort of premium product that, that can, can run from that. And then once that's in place and then operating, then you can take a step back and go, right, well, you know, this is having huge impact and, and I'm really happy with it or, and, and, and that's it. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy and I've got this great lifestyle business as a result of it, mm. or, it could be, hey, that's really great. I've had some huge impact, but I know that I can step in and do some other stuff in some other areas. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, so it's really a case of, yeah, focus on that one area first and then and then if you want to afterwards, then look at, okay, well, can we do the same? Yeah, rinse and repeat and move it into another product. What are your thoughts on, you mentioned the passion. So, a, for example, a product because you're so passionate about it mm -hmm. versus a product because you can, you know, you're going to make money from it. Yep. What would, what are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's interesting. There's a, there's a Japanese concept called Ikigai, mm -hmm. um, which is a combination of a few different things. And uh, I, I refer to that as more that sort of entrepreneurial sweet spot, which is really this combination of your passion. So, you know, what is it you're passionate about? Um, and, and obviously then the other part of it is, well, what are people going to pay you for? Um, that's, you know, and obviously you can have that combination of things. So if you're sort of more into that, um, into that sort of what people are going to pay for and it's not your passion, well, at some stage, 
there's going to be some some interest drop and you, you, you're going to go, get to a point where you're going to go, yeah, you know what, this really isn't resonating for me. You know, the money might be really good or whatever. So, yeah, so it's really t- take those two. But then there's other two factors as well. The other factor is obviously is, is, is it something that people need? Um, now, if people are paying for you, then, then that's it. Um, but also then obviously you've got to have the expertise. But if you can look at those four things and, and you know, the, 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 the Ikigai shape is basically a Venn diagram with, you know, four circles overlapping. And it's a matter of really trying to find that spot in the middle because then you've got something that people want or need People are willing to pay you for You've got the expertise to deliver, but you've also got that passion to deliver. Mm. And I think if you don't have the passion, then it is, it's going to come across. You know, If you're not truly passionate about what you're doing and, and about helping people or, or you know, what it is and you're just doing it for the money, at some point that's going to come across. People are going to pick up on it. You're not necessarily going to have the, the impact, but going to have the results that you want. Um, and and or at some point you're just going to turn around and go yeah you know what I've had enough of this been doing this for a while yep you know that's that's it you know and I've I've met a number of people that yeah have changed their business as a result of that you know mm-hmm. um, you know another uh, you know uh, another person I know that was working and helping people to um, create courses and was obviously getting into the whole marketing of courses and sales and went their, their passion wasn't there. And so they've basically just scaled back what they're doing to just one area of their of their of that problem, and really focusing on that. And that's where their passion is, and that's that's what they love doing. So I think, yeah, the passion really does need to be there. Um, but obviously, yeah, you've got to have that. You've got to have people that, that you've got to be solving a problem, or you've got to have people willing to pay for it as well. You know, um, you, you know, if you've got a passion and and have a need, but people aren't willing to pay for it. And you're probably giving away, you know, your knowledge and your time. Um, and, yeah, it's you know, probably more of a, um, you know, it's not really going to generate the, the lifestyle that you need. So, mm, yeah. That's interesting. Mm. I, I agree. I reckon passion first. I think, you, like, the boredom and stuff that can come after time will just mean that you're going to switch to something else um, when you're facing challenges in things Mm -hmm. passion makes you work out those problems a lot easier and I guess when you're an entrepreneur you're you're creating a lifestyle you know so the lifestyle comes from passion because it includes Mm -hmm. work career finances but it's also you know joy and social and family loved ones relationships as well so yeah it's an integration of all aspects of life as opposed to one which is the money side of things yeah that's right yeah i mean money money is nice but it's it's you've still got to be be happy and and have you know be enjoying what you're doing um and yeah then if yeah if the passion's not there you know if you're just doing it because you've got the expertise in it then at some stage it's it's going to end i think yeah so there's a say someone knows like they've got their idea and Mm -hmm. uh, you know that book the blue ocean strategy yeah I think Mm -hmm. this is like it's really important for people to consider um so talk to us about that what why is that important for people on their journey of this entrepreneurship well yeah I mean it's 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 interesting you know we've we've adapted some of what we've talked about and our our results model we talk about is very much about helping people move into that blue ocean because um, you know, on the other on the other end of the matrix is this the red ocean that's full of full of competition and shark. Um, you know, 
blood in the water and stuff. And, and generally, you, you, you find that you end up competing on price and, you know, you're trading, trading your time for money, um, which isn't good, um, you know. And, and I think we've probably all been there starting out in business and trying to get, trying to get you know, trying to get you know noticed in the market and stuff and it's like well yes i've got to i've got to take on this piece of work at a at a, at a rate that you know it's probably not really what i'm valued at mm-hmm. um whereas the blue ocean moving into that blue ocean is really having that signature solution and allowing people to to see okay well this is what i'm doing and this is standing out as being different um and and yeah that allows you to attract those ideal clients that you want to work with and it's quite interesting you know when you come back to that passion piece i think the other part of that passion is do i have passion in what i'm doing but you've also got to have a passion in the people that you're serving you know if you've got passion in 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 solving a problem but then you're not passionate about the people that you're serving there's there's an issue there so it's really around getting into that blue ocean where you've got your signature solution that you are able to to have that signature solution in such a way that you can scale and you're delivering one to many, um, but do, but working with that ideal client that that yeah that you are passionate about, um, and that gives you that opportunity to then yeah sit in the sit in the blue ocean, which really is where you have the lifestyle business that you want to have. Yeah, but it's interesting you say the ideal client thing because just to prompt people to explore what that might look like for themselves is when we work with freelancers in our mastermind it we ask it people to focus on or just to think about where do they spend their time in you know their downtime being interested in things like is mm-hmm. it health and well-being are they looking up or i don't know organic food or certain supplements for their lifestyle is it um they love like manga and copy uh, comic books and to look at where do you spend your downtime and the time that you're trying to kill when you don't have other priorities going on. And that's how you identify almost your niche and mm. then those customers that you want to work for. Because it's like, yeah, I have an interest. This is where the passion comes from. And those people are like-minded. So when we get together and we have that first phone call or I'm creating a product for them, it's just kind of a natural little love fest <laughs> yeah yeah that's right yeah and obviously having people that are that are like-minded so then you know that you know you're going to get on and they're not you know there's not unreal expectations happening or that there isn't uh you know an a, 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 you know misalignment in 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 values and things like that yeah mm. so definitely definitely it's a big thing around that you know looking at yeah looking at what is it what you know what's your values what is it that you're passionate about yeah, definitely outside of work and how do those, how can that connect with, with what you're doing in the thing? Because, yeah, um, I, I, yeah, I don't know if there's necessarily a, a work-life balance. It's more of a, you know, it, it all sort of comes together. Um, so there is sort of that, that life stuff is going to impact on, on your work. Um, and if you can do that in a positive way by bringing your interest into, into that ideal market, then, Again, that, that helps with with your passions and helps making things, you know, so much easier where you, you're quite happily getting out of bed and going to work or, you know, running your business and, uh, you know, having the lifestyle because, you know, you're helping, the pe- helping people you like mm. um, and have got similar values and, and passions as yourself. Yeah. And I think that that's something probably I'd recognise in both of our businesses and the conversations that we've had. Like, the, that's where we get lit up when we're like oh my god i met this person they're so like me and now working together or you know like i think that Hmm. 
and that like yeah has resonated and probably why we continue to connect as well yeah yeah that's it yeah and and, and I I often refer to it as you know this moving between hard work and heart work mm. <laughs> you know um, there's, there's been um, you know there's been work that we've done in the past uh, clients and stuff that we've done in the past that have been hard work mm. um, and yeah you know, for, for, for various reasons but then there's other projects that we're doing and we're going you know what we can actually see the impact that this is going to have um, you know and and they're they're great people that we that we like and and connect with and stuff and so then it's it comes becomes stops becoming hard work and becomes heart work you know because you know that what you're doing is really going to help them create create a huge impact through you know through them sharing their knowledge yeah i freaking love that hard work <laughs> versus heart work that's it yeah um, going back to the red ocean, blue ocean, have mm -hmm. you got an example of like a red ocean and then a tweak that was made to move it to a blue ocean to help people? Yeah. So, I mean, I suppose that the typical is, you know, you can probably look at any, any coach consultant out there um, that is operating in, operating in a one-to-one -one situation. Um, if they don't have a signature solution, they, they're quite often, you know, bit more bespoke and, and trying to work with clients in a different way, um, then everything they're doing is quite different. And there's no streamlined process. There's no uh, consistency in what they're doing. Um, then obviously the tweak is then to go, okay, well, let's build out that signature solution so that we do have that consistency so that we go, right, this is the process that we take clients through. You know, this is the results that we're going to give them. These are the, these are the answers they need to have in place um, and, and putting all of that into place. Um, and then you go, right, well, I'm going to work with you and this is my process and we're going to take you through this step to this step, um, bang, 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 much clearer, much more clarity. You're not bespoke. You just bang, pick it up. You know, there might be some tweaks there depending on the client and what they need. But generally, you've got a much more consistent flow. Mm. Um, and again, because you've got that signature solution and putting a bit of a name around it, um, then people go, okay, well, that's, that's it. So that allows you to, yeah, allows you to stand out a little bit more um, and, and obviously move out of that red ocean. And, and also as well, because you go, right, this is my, this is my model. Um, yeah, and having those, you know, if you take those models and create them as visual models, create, you know, uh, marketing material as a result of it, then you can clearly explain the value that you're providing. Mm. Um, which then means that if you're able to explain the value that you're providing, then people are willing to pay for that value. Whereas people sitting in the red ocean, they're doing stuff, stuff a little bit more bespoke, probably struggle a lot more to really clarify the value they provide. Um, and as a result, then, yeah, that's where they're trading their time for money. That's where they're competing on price yeah. um, because they can't go, okay, well, I'm up against, you know, three or four other coaches or consultants who are all probably, you know, maybe saying the same sort of thing. Um, I, I look very much the same as all of them. Um, and I know that, you know, I know of those, you know, two of them are probably going to be a bit lower, than, you know, lower in price than me. So if I want the work, well, what do I do? I've got to reduce my price as well. Um, and and it, it effectively becomes a race to the bottom. Mm. Whereas if you actually just go, you know what, this is what we do. This is the value that we provide. This is our process. You know, these are the results that we move you to. These are the benefits you're going to get. Um, 
it, it makes it a lot easier to explain it, makes it a lot easier to, to I don't know if sell is the right word, but certainly buy, it, it certainly makes it a lot easier to show the value. Um, and, and I say I don't know if sell is the right word because I don't necessarily know if you then have to sell it because you go, this is what we're doing. Um, this is our process. This is the, these are the things. This is the outcomes you're going to get. And people are just going to look at it and go, yep, that's what we want. That's what we need. Bang, thank you very much. And yeah, so it allows you to really stand out. And, and from there, then obviously you can scale as well as part of that process. Yeah. It, as you were speaking, it sounds very like your customer is pre-qualifying themselves as the right fit for you. So you're able to articulate your product, your service, the value you bring, the results you bring so concisely mm -hmm. um, and articulate it to someone that they can look at it and go, that's for me, click buy. Yeah. You don't have to convince. I think that's no, an amazing no. place to be. That, well, that's it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the whole part is, you know, the, the, the selling that, you know, you've got to come into it and, and dealing with the objections and, um, you know, having sales scripts and all those sorts of things. Does, you know, if, if, if what you're doing is just going, hey, this is our process, this is our model, this is the value, then, then yeah, all of those things come, you know, fall away. It's, that, it's sort of that saying is if, you know, once you make people believe that, you know, that your solution is the, the key to, you know, key to their answers, um, then, then, you know, then all objections fade away, um, mm. which means then you physically are, you know, you're not really having to sell. So <laughs> makes it a lot easier. Yeah. What are your thoughts on what comes first? Bit of a chicken and egg question. Is it the idea or is it your voice? Where should you prioritize your time? It is a bit of a, a bit of a chicken and egg thing. Um, look, I, I think it's it's probably more around the 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 idea. You know, what is the problem that you're solving? Um, as part of that, that would probably be the bigger thing. So you know, you can you can certainly be out there and and be in the marketplace and and be saying stuff, but if it's not necessarily the right stuff, it's not. If it's not connecting with the right people, um, then then yeah, you could be saying a lot of things. And certainly, we've been in that in that situation where we've been putting a lot of stuff out on social media and blah blah blah, um, saying a lot of different things, and and it's probably not resonated as much as what we wanted. Whereas, if you actually have a more of a defined idea, you know that idea is okay. This is the problem that I'm going to solve. Um, then then it allows you to be a lot more targeted with what you're saying and and that's yeah probably going to get a bit more a bit more connection with those with those ideal people yeah that's interesting i i've noticed with us that connection like you say the in terms of the idea and that pre-qualification mm. of people is when people come in and want to work with us whether it's through something on the creator hub like a i don't know coaching or one of the courses yep they are just the right kind of people. They get mm -hmm. it. They're here. They're like, they're like duplicates of myself kind of thing. Yep. So it's like mm -hmm. such a peaceful process to work with them. It's such a pleasure and mm. they like get results. And it kind of reminds me of the 80, 20 principle where, you know, and, and also that I, I like, I don't know what the models are called, but um, mm -hmm. where, where you're competing on price, you open yourself up for complaints Yep. Um, 
and like refunds and all this kind of stuff. But if you're actually completing from a place of authenticity and you've got the right idea and you're solving the right problem, which is what you mm -hmm. were chatting about, yep. it resonates with those people and there ain't no kind of customer service, customer complaints department needed. <laughs> no, 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 that's it. Yeah, because I mean, that's the thing. If you if people clearly understand this is the process we're going through, this is the, this is the, the results that we're going to provide, these are the benefits we're going to get from that, um, you know, through, through a clearly defined signature solution, then they're coming into this well aware of what's happening. Um, you know, they're well aware this is the process we're following, following through. Now, obviously, if you, don't, if you don't follow up on that, if you don't deliver on that promise, then yes, they'll be open. There's, there's going kind to of be open to complaints. But, um, you know, that's, you know, apart from that, then yeah, you are eliminating a lot of those things. Whereas if you're a little bit more bespoke and, and not quite sure about what you're delivering, um, you know, if you're not clearly clarifying it then the people that are paying for the product are not very clear either they might assume that oh hang on you're going to be able to you're going to do this for us and like well no hang on oh well and that's yeah where where the complaints come in so yeah, yeah. definitely that and, and i think yeah when you're talking about that um you know that 80 20 rule the, the Pareto principle that's a big thing you know it's really having a look at that um and actually i, I, I was watching some stuff recently and and someone was saying, okay, you, you should actually even take it even further. So you've got, you know, the 80-20 rule that, you know, 80% of your business comes from 20% of your, you know, of your client base. And that's obviously your, your ideal client base. But what you should do is then you take that, that ideal client base and break that 20% down and do the 80-20 rule with them again um, and allows you to even become even more targeted. So you're actually looking at, okay, well, yeah, you know what's the what's the twenty percent of the twenty percent, um, and and yeah, they're going to provide you a. That's really that's sort of your your top notch ideal clients sitting in that in that space. Yeah. Mm. What would be okay? So I'm someone. I have an idea, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've been doing my thing for fifteen years, and I'm really good at it. And I've got an idea now that I want to become an entrepreneur. What is the one thing I should do? My first action. So the first action is, re is really going through and, and working out where you are and where you want to be. What is the, what's the destination you want to arrive at? You know, like, you go, okay, I've got a thing. Well, why? Why, you know, why do you want to be? What's, what's the future goal look like? Map that out. Really understand that destination of, of where you want to be. You know, why you're doing it, what's the problem that you're solving for those people, you know, and who they are. Really sort of get that piece down first, mm -hmm. you know, define that destination um, because then that gives you a clear goal, you know. Um, I've been so guilty and I know others as well of, of you know, chasing shiny objects and things like that. Um, and, and part of it probably is because there hasn't been that clear clear vision of a, of a destination on what I'm aiming at. Um you know, it's a bit like if you jump in a car and you just go, okay, I'm just going to go for a drive. Well, you don't know where you're going to end up. But if you actually go, hey, I'm going to drive, well, maybe driving, to, I was going to say drive to Melbourne, but that's not going to work at the moment because you'll get stopped at the border. But, you know, you go, okay, I want to drive to Cairns. Well, that's it. You know where you're going and that's your target and you're, and you're going to follow that path and you're going to follow the road signs along yeah. the way. 
Um, so that's the first thing is really, yeah, clearly under, understand what is it, why you're doing it, not just go, oh, great, it's a great idea. Because um, you might go, okay, I've got, I've got a great idea. And then as you're going into, you know, if you don't have that destination plan, you're going to go, okay, well, what is this going to look like? And then someone's going to go, oh, why don't you do an online course? Or someone says, oh, why don't you do, why don't you do, you know, um, workshops? Why don't you do a retreat? Why don't you write a book? Um, and, and potentially you could do all of those things, but you're not going to be able to do all of them at once, you know, coming back to what we talked about with that focus. Um, so that's the first thing is really getting in, yeah, define that destination that you want to aim, aim for. Um, yeah. And that's going to help with, with everything following on from there. I think that's so, like, that's gold. That is, that clarity is so important. And I'd encourage people to go to a state of um, where it fires you up. You should be able to ask yourself why that, why that destination, why, 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 to a <laughs> point of almost crying with either pain or pleasure. This is so beautiful <clears throat> and incredible for me yep. that you're that emotionally connected to it. Or this is the most terrible thing that could ever happen if I didn't make it mm -hmm. work. Yeah. And when you connect that emotion to that direction, like you say, the rest kind of just unfolds so beautifully. Mm. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's it. You know, um, so much of what we do while we, while we use, you know, the, the rational part of our brain will tell us that the, these decisions are rational decisions. That the, the true reality is that they're all emotional decisions, <laughs> you know. And if we're not connecting to that emotion, then yeah, it's it's we're, we're going to we're not going to be on the same path. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Okay, so the next one is I've got my my products. I've got um, online courses. I've got a couple of <laughs> um, free things that I give away. I've been doing it for six months now. I'm doing what all the gurus tell me, but I have no sales. What's yep. your one advice for me? Well, if you've got no sales, then obviously you've got to look at what is it that you're offering and is it really solving a problem? Um, and are you, actually, are you actually putting it into the right market? Are you actually attracting the attention of, of the, the right people? Um, you, know, you know, you can go, and, and again, is it, is it in such a way that is standing out and clearly showing the value? Now, that's why we talk about creating the signature solution because that really does that stands out and says, okay, this is what it is. This is, this is the value we're providing. Um, that then obviously gives you some clear clarity um, around not just what you're creating, but obviously what you're promoting and, and how you promote it and who you're promoting it to. So that would be the big thing. If you're not getting the, not getting the sales and be looking at well, why um, and probably because A, you're not solving a problem or you're trying to solve a problem for, you know, for the wrong marketplace. You know, if you're, you know, teaching people how to uh, how to create homemade sausages and you're, you're marketing to a vegan market um yeah I, I don't know if you're going to get very many very many sales um or you know marketing you know marketing um you know how to a, a marketing course to to other marketing people well yeah that's not it um you know, going and you know selling a selling a high ticket offer to, to unemployed people that maybe don't have the, the income to pay for it. So, yeah, so it's really a matter of looking at, well, what is the problem you're solving um, and what is that, yeah, what is that, um, you know, the market you're targeting to? And there's probably going to be some sort of, uh, you know, misalignment there as part of that process. Yeah, yeah, cool. Have you got any success stories, like examples of 
particular services or industries and then they've gone through and then it's like whoa like who would have thought you could have done something with that particular service oh look yeah there's been there's quite a few sort of things um you know one of the ones that we've certainly like um you know working quite good um we've helped a, a client a number of years ago um had written a book around healthy eating for children um and then building a course that went into went into daycare centers um, and so that was really that was really good. And um, you know, the idea with that was it was a bit of a, um, I suppose, bit of by stealth type thing because obviously it was getting the kids to to be eating healthy during the day, um, and then obviously promoting that to the to the parents afterwards. Um, so that was sort of a good good way. And again, it's you know that that you know good feeling type piece of, of helping people in that space. So yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's nice as well, because I think a lot of the stigma around creating online courses as a kind of individual person is like it, they're just in it for the money. But you can see that that has such an impact, you know, on like the childcare and the, the family, the community, like as in the parents and the child and the caregiver. at the. So that's awesome. Yeah, and that's yeah, what you're is. saying about social impact as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, having that having that place where you're going to create that impact is going to be is a big thing. Um, and then again, that comes back to that heart work because you're looking mm. at going, okay, well, this is this is the outcome that's going to really help people in this space. So yeah, yeah, I love that. Mm. One thing, if this um, if what Matt's sharing is resonating with you, is he's got this like really good quiz on his website, and the link will be in the description. And what I love about that is it can be overwhelming to start and this quiz really kind of reveals what it takes so if you pay attention to the questions you can go oh wow I've got to think about what well, he's mentioned a few of the things today but who my customers are the target market what is the thing that I can bring what is it going to be what technology am I going to use so there's actually a it's not just as easy as I'll record myself on video and launch it to the world um <laughs> and whatever that product might be, but there's a lot to it. And I think the quiz is a great place to start to understand what it takes to get this right so that you don't put a lot of effort into creating something that goes nowhere. So I just encourage people to like, if this is, if you're curious about this or you wanna see why something isn't working for you at the moment, I definitely check out the link in the description, go to Matt's website and take that quiz and have a look at what other, you've got lots of resources that can help people as well. So. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of resources, um, and and with the quiz as well, you go through, complete it. Um, you'll get a score against a number of different um, mm. criteria that we've we've sort of defined back map, mapping back to our signature solution and our process, um, and and get a bit of a report which gives you a little bit more information as well on on where are the things that you you know that you're doing well or or where are the things that you know you could could be looking at improving on and some suggestions on how to improve in those areas. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's almost like a how do you prioritize your your next efforts? Yeah, is what your report mm -hmm. reveals, which is yeah, cool. that's it. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So to finish up, is there anything that you haven't been able to communicate or articulate in terms of the value of what you can bring and how you can help people that are on this journey? I, I, look, I think that the big thing is um, <clears throat> the, the value that is probably a bit hard to articulate um, and it's not until we actually get in and do it is 
that initial stuff, when we sit down with people and, and take them through, help them create of visual models, help them to really unpack their IP, um, that to see that, 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 you know, that mountain of knowledge that can come out of it. Um, you know, and we obviously one of our big focuses is on helping people create uh, an online course because that's a, a great way to, to scale their knowledge and, and you can combine that with, you know, live coaching calls and things and you can really create a, a great premium product as part of that. But unpacking that IP also gives you this great ability to, you know, to, to craft a webinar that you can use as a, as a marketing tool. You can create a, a half day or a full day workshop with some of this knowledge that we're going to unpack. You, you know, we can give you a, a, effectively an outline for what a, a potential book could be. So I think I don't think that really <clears throat> comes across as um, when we say, oh, we're going to help you unpack your IP and create a course. Well, yeah, that's, that's sort of the, the end goal that's what we're aiming at, but there's all this other stuff that's going to fall out of it mm. that is going to give... And that's probably the big piece where the huge amount of value is there. Uh, you know, like we've been through, the, when we went through the process of unpacking our signature solution as well, we actually then went, okay, we actually mapped out, um, you know, 90 pieces of social media content, um, which is, you know, going to give us, uh, you know, you know, almost a year's worth of social media content. So that's the thing as well. So, you know, it's like, okay, hey, we can create a course, but guess what? We're also, as part of this process and unpacking this IP and things like that, you're also going to get, yeah, 12 months of social media content that you can post out onto your, on, onto, you know, wherever it is, you know, mm. a framework for a book and, and all these other things that you can actually do. So other, all these other digital assets you can use to, to help to educate and, and create impact. Yeah, cool. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate the value that you've brought to help people consider if this is for them and what they should mm -hmm. be thinking about to get their stuff live as well. So thank mm -hmm. you. No, it's great. Thanks for having me. What's up, awesome human. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you on behalf of myself and the Bell Vista Studios team for continuously choosing to learn with us. We really appreciate it. If the tips and the insights and the context resonate with you and you want to take your skills to the next level or you want to make your life way easier, you will love our Creator Hub. The Creator Hub is a place for people like you and us. Basically, it's the stuff that we use internally at Bell Vista Studios and then we just share it publicly with you. The Creator Hub is created by instructional designers for instructional designers. And what you'll love there at the moment is we've got a quiz could I be a better instructional designer that has so much tips in the feedback if you're interested in human-centered design or just taking your skills to the next level in terms of the solutions you're creating and the problems you want to solve. But in there as well, aren't we cute? That's us. Um, but we've got the coaching courses, freebies, give us gratitude, and also we've got some templates. And basically they're always around the lens of learning experience design, instructional design, and e-learning. So a human-centered design focus is very much what we're about at Bell Vista Studios. So putting your learners at the heart of a solution and creating something for their needs. So there's the human-centered design stuff, and then we've also got the business stuff. So this is the stuff they don't teach you about when you wanna become a freelancer or a consultant in the instructional design world. So go check it out. The link is in the description. You can check out everything that is available for you. Thank you for choosing to learn with us. Continuously invest in your skills. You will be rewarded. 
as an instructional designer. Share this stuff, share it with other people because when we are better instructional designers, we create better solutions that create better humans that create a better world. So we have a very important role and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Have an awesome day.